Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. It's food. Right? I understand. I see the connection. I'm not stupid. But it's a Burger King chicken sandwich. It's delicious. It is. Anyway, class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Why is it so hot? Why won't it stop being hot? Why (laughs) won't it rain? It's summer. We are recording this on 8-6, August 6th. And when's the last time we had rain? Was it June, I no, think? No, come on now. It's going to be 100. But birds are just exploding like Randy Johnson threw a baseball <laughs> and hit them. It's, uh, as I'm just saying this because if we stay quiet for two seconds, you can hear the air conditioners and such running in the background because if we didn't, we would, you know, explode like birds. Look, I ran into this topic Just by pure, dumb, unadulterated luck, I read that the Rolling Stones, when they were just starting out, sang a Rice Krispies commercial. What? And I thought, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. They would not do that. Mick and the boys would never do that. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. As a matter of fact, I have a slew of people you would never think would sing a commercial. But hey, you know what? You're early in your career. You have got to pay the bills, right? right? So look, here's the thing. Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the place. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Well, that sounds a little rock and rolly, don't you think? This is the Rolling Stones playing a Rice Krispies commercial. Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the place. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Wake up in the morning, there's a pop that really says rice Christmas for you and you and you. For on the milk and listen to the stand that says it's nice. For on the milk and listen to the crackle of that rice. Get up in the morning to the pop that says it's rice. Hear them talking crisp rice krispies. There you go. I don't know why, but that makes me want to Uh, rock and roll all night and party every day after I have eaten my Rice Krispies. I'm hungry. That's what I want to do. Mick says eat Krispies. I will eat Krispies and and the heroine will be over there with Keith Richards. The thing about uh, Rice Krispies? What's that? You gotta eat the whole box. You do. And you have to eat it quickly. It's like Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Frosted Flakes is the greatest cereal in the world for two bites and then it becomes corn mush in sugar milk. (laughs) That's all it is. Well, that's disgusting. So that's what we're going to do today. I have a slew of famous people who sang commercials, and you kind of go, geez, I just didn't think they'd do that. But let me start with this. Uh, As much as I hate to admit it, I am a monstrous Barry Manilow fan. And you may not know this, but both Barry Manilow 
and Randy Newman, as in Short People and I Love L.A., before they became huge music stars, they made their money writing jingles. Whoa. As a matter of fact, Randy Newman was the co-author of I'm a Pepper, He's a Pepper, She's a Pepper. Really? Yep. The thing about Barry Manilow is he's done a ridiculous number of them. And so for fun, in his early live shows, I don't know that he does it anymore. But in his early live shows, he used to do something called the Very Strange Medley, the VSM, where he would sing them all. Sweet. And I know it up, down. I just, again, I, I'm old enough to admit it. I like Barry Manilow. I've met him twice. Yeah. You were with me on both I, times. I so liked him. Let's play the VSM, and then we'll spend the rest of the show playing these commercials for you and you going... I, really? Because a few of them made me go, no, you're lying. Unless I have audio proof, I don't believe you. I have audio proof. Here you go. It's Barry Manilow on Rock School. All right. Now, what we're going to do for you here is we're going to do what we call our VSM. Now, the... all right. Now, this VSM, VSM stands for our very strange medley. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, is a medley of of songs that you probably know, but I don't think that you know I had something to do with it, okay? Now, um, when we went out on the road last time, I put it, we, we had it in the act, you know, and, um, and all my artsy friends came to me, all my artsy fossy friends came to me, and I said, Manilow, how could you do such a thing? How could you pu put such a piece of garbage in your act? And then, of course, all my, uh, all my trashy friends came to me and they said, I love that medley that you do. Ah, yes. And you're all sitting out here tonight. And so how could I resist? So we're going to do our little VSM for you. Now, next time you hear any of this stuff uh, coming at you from your radios and televisions, you got to think of us, all of us up here on the stage, okay? And then you can turn off your radios and televisions. And... See if you remember this one. There's barking at the kitchen, yelling in the hall, ringing at the doorbell, pounding on the wall. Kids out of sight, and kids in the way. No time to cook. Sing it, Debbie! commercials from rock stars you may not believe have commercials do you know who the lead singer of twisted sister is uh, uh, the guy with the blonde curly hair i'll give you his first name d can you do it from oh, there d snyder there you go d snyder sang for the carpet cleaning company stanley steamer Ooh. once again if it was me i would say i need audio proof well here you go Nobody cleans the rock and roll out of your carpet like Stanley Steamer for carpet, wood, and tile. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner! It's him. 
Yeah. It's him and he's selling carpet cleaning. Do you think his wife got free carpet cleaning for That's that? That's what ad? I would want. I would do a trade out. Yeah, the thing is I'm I'm now back to playing out once a week and I worked out a deal. I don't really need the money. So what I do is I get you and our daughter a a free meal. Nice. Thank <laughs> and, you. And free beer for me during the performances. No more than two though or I start singing my own stuff and nobody wants to hear that. You're actually better after one beer. Oh, is that true? It is. Calms the throat, if oh, you okay. will. Yeah, that's how people get in trouble in rock and roll. Hey man, you're better after one beer. I'll be great <laughs> after two or twelve. Do you know the McDonald's jingle? I'm loving it. Ba 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 ba. Yeah. You would think that was written for McDonald's. Yes. Right? Yes. Wrong. Justin Timberlake has a song called I'm Lovin' It. Now look, this is a little convoluted, but the I'm Lovin' It jingle comes from Justin Timberlake, Pharrell Williams, and rapper Pusher T. Here's, I'm gonna try and sort of sort this out quickly. In 2003, a song was released that was written by Pharrell Williams called I'm Lovin' It. Justin Timberlake sang it, and he even goes ba 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 in the song. Okay. McDonald's decided to have Pharrell's song turned into a rap by Pusha T. Gotcha. Because, and I'm going to talk about this this coming semester, the idea of demographic and the idea of audience demographic. What they're doing is trying to hit an African-American audience because they have, that's that's the reason why McDonald's has a nickname called Mickey D's. In the 1980s, McDonald's decided to follow Burger King's lead and they created a series of commercials where the entire push was to hit an African-American audience. So they, you know, are grabbing as much as they can of this $2 billion in disposable income. Right. And they're like, well, you know, if you're going to buy burgers, buy your burgers from us. So they turned into a new what they call a new brand they repositioned themselves mm -hmm. and they referred to themselves as mickey d's and this was one of the commercials done by Pusha t in rap to attempt to get people to come out and buy burgers at mcdonald's it's just it was so gosh darn successful that they turned it into just a vanilla voiceover you know, going, you know, I'm loving it. Ba, 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 ba. Right. Doesn't have the same punch. But just to prove to you that I know what I'm talking about, this is Justin Timberlake written by Pharrell. I don't think Pusha T is in this version, but uh, this is I'm loving it here on Rock School. I'm loving it. the last actual full-size song I have. So we're just going to play around playing some of these. And I say some of them. I think I have 12 left. Woo. Uh, we're going to play some of these. We're going to talk about them. And when the break time comes, we'll just simply go into the break. Do you know who John Tesh is? I do. Uh, I do. It was one of those entertainment television things. He's, he's he my plays, height. He plays piano. He does. He's my height. So he's this really tall giant guy with 
gorgeous, luscious oh, blonde hang locks. On. Yeah. He was with Mary Hart, right? Was it really? Yeah. Mary Hart insured her legs for a million dollars. Oh. Yeah. I, I tried, and they said eight fifty. Eight fifty $850? No. No, $8.50. That's what it's worth. Well, look, John Tesh, apart from being a broadcaster, was also, as you said, a, a keyboardist, a piano player, and he created this, this Yanni-type go-to-sleep music with whales in... Really? That kind of, yeah, it's all New Age stuff. Like Yanni, extremely mm -hmm. technically difficult. But still, you know, you're not tapping your toe as you're looking at the concert going, oh, I was humming this on the way in. In 1983, the Pan American Games for CBS's Tour de France coverage came about and they wanted a little ditty to play. So the first time this played on CBS was the Tour de France. However, it became popular when it moved over to NBC, the NBA on NBC. Any of you who are huge fans of basketball will know this because it, it's just one of those things that, oh, I know that piece of music. Mm -hmm. It's by John Tesh, and after it moved to NBC, it was renamed Round Ball Rock. And it sounds like this. Okay, do you know it? Oh, I know that. Yeah, everybody knows that. It's like the, the beginning music to ABC's Wide World of Sports. Bum, 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 bum. Everybody knew it. And let's be honest, the entire intro to the Wide World of Sports was only to watch that poor son of a gun come to the end of the ski jump yeah. and then just, just go skis over teacup. Every time. You couldn't walk, you couldn't walk away. I loved it. Who is the lead singer of ACDC? Deck. Uh, Brian. Br no, 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 that's you too. Oh. Brian is first name. Brian Johnson. You would think again. On the same day he auditioned for ACDC, Brian Johnson was still, you know, playing bars and hoping to make rent and things like that. So he got himself a commercial to sing. Again, he wasn't in ACDC yet. Right. But oddly enough, the same day he auditioned for ACDC, he also sang this. And he, re according to him, he earned 350 quid for his efforts. Brian Johnson, the lead singer of ACDC, is selling Hoover vacuums. Well, somebody has to. Of course. And why not? And they're you say, good. And you, oh, it's right. Yeah, they're good. Okay, here you go. The new high-powered compact from Hoover. It's a beautiful mover. The new compact does more than beat. It also cleans, it also sweeps, and brushes right to the edge. Right to the edge. Changing a bag as easy as ABC. The new high-powered compact from Hoover. It's a beautiful mover. Okay, Butamus. Well, you can really hear it's him. You oh, can yeah. really hear it's him. Let me do one more before we go into the break here. 
this one makes a little bit of sense. You know who Paul Revere and the Raiders are, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Pontiac, which used to be Chevrolet's kind of sports car grouping. Yeah, I know that Chevy had sports cars and the Camaro and all that kind of stuff. But if you bought a Pontiac, you bought a Land Rocket. Mm-hmm. You bought a car that was, you know, not it should not quite be street legal. So they had something called a Pontiac GTO, Ooh. which means Gran Turismo. I'm not going to get the last word, but abismo, abismo. I look, remind me to look that up during the break. Okay. The thing is, people who love the cars joke that it meant gas, tires, and oil, because that's what you, that's what you walk, that's what you pay for. Came out in 1965, and it's a jingle for Pontiac GTO. Here you go. This call has been called in session to pass judgment on a special new car from Pontiac. All rise for the judge. Judge, the special great one from Pontiac GTO. First speed shifter, three speeder four. Pontiac Ram Air 366 horse. Bag type wheel, 60 inch spoiler air foil. Judge, the rule. Judge, the special great one from Pontiac GTO. Pontiac Ram Air 400 for action. White track, bag type, polyglass shoes, protection. The judge will rule. Has the jury reached a verdict? Break away. And there you have it. And by the way, it's not the only time they did it. They also did one for the SS396. And they also did one for the SS396 Chevelle. Whoa. Rockstar. Mm-hmm. I think we're to the break. Go ahead, Tammy. Who's listening to W-H-F-C, us? WHFC, Harford Community Radio. Excellent. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, uh, I panicked just a little bit. I, uh, I'm looking at uh, all I have are commercials. They're three minute or thirty seconds or a minute long. So I got to start playing songs if I'm going to stay on time. So let's do the turtles. What would you want the turtles? Now they were cute and poppy. What would you want the turtles to do a commercial for? Mm, probably a washer dryer. Uh, well, that would make absolutely no sense, but it's also <laughs> better than this. It was in 1967, full on pop mode. They tried to sell Pepsi, ladies and gentlemen. Vocals by a guy named Howard Kalen. And it, if you get a chance to look at it, this obviously is the radio. This obviously is a podcast. It shows the band in the studio laying down the magical song. And guess what they're drinking? Coke. No. You know, do you realize Britney Spears lost her Pepsi yes. endorsement? Because somebody posted a picture of her in Kentwood, which is right up the street from yes. us, drinking a Coke. Yes. They take this stuff seriously. I know, right? You know, it's, it's like that that fight scene from West Side I'm Story. I'm not a Pepsi so. drinker, though. It would kill me. I'd I, have to, I'd get caught as well. You know, I don't care. I, I just don't care. That's such a lie. If I say, you know, can I have a Coke? Is Pepsi okay? Fine. It's fine, and I know it's what you're going to say. It's fine. What's I know in what our you're... refrigerator? Well, it's Coke because that's what the girl, the daughter, will only drink. 
But if you remind me, I'll tell you the story of what I do with students who do that. I prove them wrong because Where? I'm a jerk. All right, let's play the uh, Turtles Pepsi song and then a Turtles song into the bottom of the hour because I'm bad on time. Here on Rock School. One, two. Right, and welcome to the bottom of the hour, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. All right, let's talk about someone you would not believe would sell coffee. Who's the lead singer of Kiss? Oh, Gene Starman. Simmons. No, well, you're, he does. He does sing. I get that. But Stanley? I'm talking about Paul Stanley, correct. Yeah. Wait a minute. Kiss is doing something for cash? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No way, man. Shut your filthy mouth. Paul Stanley sold Folgers coffee. And again, no. Unless you have audio proof, get bent. Really? Here you go. This is your wake-up call. Time to reach. Go for it all. Folgers stirs inside of me, and I know what I can be. You know, Tammy, the best part of waking up is a billion dollars in your cup, That's and you are actually from Kiss. Uh, it's kind of scary thinking about... Uh him waking me up with a cup of coffee with well, the, all the makeup on. You know what's really funny is mm. uh, Kiss has that rock tour, and there's a guy on campus that adores Kiss. I mean, he's got all their names, uh, signatures. The band literally signed his body, and then he had them turned into tattoos. It's Randy, the photographer at yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, he's a huge Kiss fan, and he's not a jerk about it. He's You, you kind of like him that he does it. Where are the signatures? But they're all on his arm. He'll show them to oh, you. Okay. Oh, okay. I want to see that. He'll be ecstatic to show those to you. Do they look decent? Yeah, but the thing about it is on the tour or on mm-hmm. the, the cruise, right? Paul Stanley holds cooking classes, and he said it's because I had the kids. And whenever... You know, the kids were there. How do you get a kid to eat vegetables? That's what he did. He showed how he made vegetables palatable for a kid. Get out. I'm not kidding you. All right, let's do seven days in 70 seconds. Here be the dates. August 21 all the way through August 27. You got Tammy Monday. I got that backwards. Do it. (laughs) August 21, 1987. Midnight Oil releases the album Diesel and Dust as well as the single 
beds are burning. August 22, 1970, Elton John signs with the label Uni, a subsidiary of MCA. August 23, 1989, Rick Okasik of the Cars marries the model Paulina Poritzkova. Poritzkova. Yeah. August 24th, 1938, Mason Williams is born today. Now, look, you probably know Mason Williams because of classical gas, but he was actually a comedy writer for the Smothers Brothers show, Glenn Campbell and Saturday Night Live, and he performed the song Classical Gas on Smothers and Glenn Campbell. Wow. August 25, 1976, Boston releases its debut album, Boston. The majority of the album is recorded and produced in Tom Schultz's basement. Yeah, mines are recorded here. How come I don't get points for that? August 26, 1967, Ode to Billy Joe hits number one. It's all I can do not to say Ode to Billy Joel. August 27th, 1955, Fats Domino's Ain't That a Shame hits number 10. Three weeks later, a cover by Pat Boone hits number one. Ain't that a shame. All right, we're going to play a commercial and we're going to play a song here because my timing stinks. Jack White. Jack White, when he was part of the White Stripes, wrote and performed a 2006 Coca-Cola ad it's called what goes around comes around i have audio proof and we'll go right into a white stripe song here on rock school one thing you'll learn you can bet is that love is as good as it gets and you'll get more if you give it Coming into the second break, I got a few more to play for you. Mary J. Blige, you may believe this one. Mary J. Blige in 1999 recorded a commercial for Pepsi. And I have it here. Want to share my joy? <laughs> joy Cola, Mary Cola. Yo, Mary, wait up! Now, the thing you might not remember about Mary J. Blige is she's not against doing commercials. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think any band should be against doing commercials. Right. Why would you not sell Pepsi? Make some money. Everybody loves Pepsi. Mm -hmm. What's funny is you would hear that I would never do a commercial, and then the tour is sponsored by whomever. Right. Just do the commercial, man. Just do it. The way 
the music world is set up. If you can take a check home for writing and singing a 60-second deal, I would do that so fast your oh, head would every swim. day. The thing about Mary J. Blige was, and you may not remember this, it happened back in 2012. She did another commercial. She sang about the new Burger King chicken sandwich. So what? Right. I like chicken sandwiches. Do you too. like chicken sandwiches? I like chicken. I love Burger King. Me too. Oh, it's my my go-to my go-to uh what sandwich. do you call it? Whopper. Sandwich shop. Oh yeah. Oh, they're they're one with bacon. Oh, I'd go face deep into one of those right now. Oh, shut up. The thing is, a lot of people, and I really believe this is once again the the mob on social media. It's just not a lot of people, but because the voices are so amplified, it just seems like the world believes this way. And it's so easy, somebody makes some kind of statement to just go like, you know, without thinking through the ramifications of what you're doing. Mary J. Blige is African American. And people got very upset at her for singing about a deep-fried chicken sandwich. See the somewhat concern? I, I, it, it's food. Right. I understand. I see the connection. I'm not stupid. But it's a Burger King chicken sandwich. It's delicious. It is. Anyway, the reason you may not know about it is because obviously Mary J. Blige's uh, PR team went into brutal overdrive mode. The, the full apology, everything you're expected to do, and, and blah, 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 and it went away as quickly as possible. I'm not sure they still sell the burger or the uh, the chicken sandwich. It was a new kind, you know? Right. I don't know. They put tomatoes on it. Ta-da! Brand new. <laughs> All right. Let's go to another one you may not believe. Cream. Did a commercial for Falstaff beer. Really? Believe it or don't. Here it is. And there you have it. That's Jack Bruce out front singing. We don't know this for sure, but they were paid a chunk of money to do it. Something had to pay for the Disraeli Gears recording. And it may be that. Mm. It may be that. Let's do, let's do, it's a break. Let's do one more. Do you know who Iron Butterfly is? Iron Butterfly? Yeah. Yeah. Iron. In the Garden of Eden, honey. Or the way they sang it. Oh, no. Yeah. They did a commercial for, and you're not going to believe it, Ban Roll-On Antiperspirant Deodorant. No. Armpit Stuff. Just proven that they wear armpit stuff? I don't know. Here is Iron Butterfly. Selling ban roll on. All right, all you 
lepidopterists. Get out your steel nets and let's go catch the iron butterfly. Man won't wear off as the day wears on. Man won't wear off as the day wears on. Man did shut through the longest day. Man has a stuff to stay and stay. Man won't spray deodorant. It doesn't turn off, even after you turn in. Man won't wear off as the day wears on. Man won't wear off as the Oh, day how I pray my armpits <laughs> will get more stinky so I can get... Do they even sell Ban Roll-On yes, anymore? Do. Really? Yes, they do. It's like, remember those 70 products, man? The 70s products? I'm not even sure they're out there anymore. Well, it still works. Oh, man. I'm yeah. wearing it now. Do you remember Mitchum? Oh, God, yes. Mitchum, it's like aluminum is what they use to yeah. make it. I don't I'm not a scientist guy, but I'll tell you what, you put on Mitchum, it was hard to open your mouth. Everything closed up with Mitchum. <laughs> But you smelled like your dad. All right, who's listening to us? Oh, my God. WWBZ, <laughs> Hyden, Kentucky. Back in a minute here in Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, do you know Golden earring i think so radar love dun, 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 oh dun, yeah dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. they also had another hit called twilight zone golden earring back in the 1960s when they got underway were known as the golden earrings and they were basically a beat style group they were beatles all the way mm-hmm. it wasn't until they became psychedelic that they had those two major hits which you know they can tour on twilight zone and radar love until the end oh, of yeah. time However, they were asked, they were popular enough in the area, they were asked, can you do something with the jingle, things go better with Coke? They said, yeah. They had a single called That Day, so they combined the two of them, and that's what we're going to do for you here on Rock School. Things go 
You know, it's the last break, and I got more than I thought I did because, ready for this? This yeah. is the genius. I dropped a piece of paper on the floor. Again. Again. Jim Brickman. Now, you may not know Jim Brickman as having hits. However, he has written hits for Carly Simon, Lady A, Michael W. Smith, Herb Alpert, Michael Bolton, Donny Osmond, Kenny Rogers, Olivia Neutron Bomb, Johnny Mathis, Kenny Loggins, Jane Krakowski, and a ton of Broadway. Ooh. Yes. But he also wrote jingles when he was early. He wrote one for Flintstones Vitamins. Do you remember Diet Coke just for the taste of it? Yes. That was him. Okay. And I'll give you one more. I, it's one of these things that I don't think my students would know this, but I'll bet people of a certain age, us, would know it. How about this one? Wherever there's a light shining in the night, There you go. It's the GE jingle. Oh, yeah. Bringing good things to light. Do you remember, uh, I guess it was 60 Minutes? Mm -hmm. Every day, that was 60 Minutes' thing Mm -hmm. that they do. Let me give you a few more here. New Order. Once again, you probably wouldn't think it, but they did. They had their hit, Blue Monday, turned around to a, a commercial called Touched by the Hand of God. And it's for sun-kissed soda. I know. Sounds like this. How does it feel when a new day has begun? When you're drinking in the sunshine. When you want to drink in the sun, there's only one. Go on, drink it in. Sun-kissed, regular or diet. Alrighty then, if you know Tori Amos, you know that she has a song called uh, Cornflake Girl. I wonder if she wrote it because of this, but she sang a commercial for Kellogg's. Does Kellogg's make cornflakes? They do, don't they? They do. Kellogg's cornflakes. Maybe that's the reason for the song. I just don't know enough to say if it is or not. Here's Tori Amos. Introducing Kellogg's Just Right Cereal. The perfect harmony between... Four wholesome grains, each one crisp and crunchy. With the sun-rich goodness of raisins, nuts, and chopped dates. Taste that's so rich in nutrition, you get 100% of 11 vitamins and minerals. New Kellogg's Just Right, the perfect harmony between taste and nutrition, with fruit or all grain. And to wrap up the show, I got to tell you, with all of the fight the government, fight the power, blah, 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 you would think that the Jefferson Airplane, and this is back when they were the Jefferson Airplane, uh-huh. not... not Jefferson whatever yeah mailbox uh what they did was sing a song for Levi's jeans but look it's really psychedelic and it's kind of you just wonder 
if they didn't need the check, and and let's be honest, sometimes you got to eat. You got to pay the power bill. I I love when somebody says to one of my students, "Uh, you can't have this job. You're overqualified. Yeah, but I got to buy groceries. (laughs) You know, if I'm overqualified, I'm going to rock and roll, wouldn't you think? No, I'd like to hire somebody who's dumb as a bag of hair. Okay, fine. So what we'll do is we'll play the uh, Jefferson Airplane Levi's Jeans commercial and then straight out in to a Jefferson Airplane song, and that will do it. By the way, next week, mm-hmm. we have a brand new affiliate. Oh. A brand new affiliate. We move into our Kansas. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. Sue said says Kansas there at the end. That's it. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. Class R dismissed. Now, Jefferson Airplane.